Hello, this is the Joys of Teaching Literature. My name is Scott Cameron. We're talking all things high school English. Uh, if you want to know more about me, my website's www.theteachersworkshop.com. I offer profes online professional development for high school English teachers. So this week I want to talk about grading essays. I think especially this year, um, it's all, this is hands down the biggest stressor for teachers. It's the thing that everybody always talks about. It's like the moaning and groaning of like getting the papers out um, and just getting started. You know, I think actually my first few years, well, let me just say, let me say the title of this first before I get started. It's called Six Ways to Provide Feedback on Essays. So anyway, my, yeah, my first few years teaching, I think it was all about like, I'm going to the library for five or six hours on a Saturday. This is before I had family and, a kid, and kids. Um, and I would just sit there. I wouldn't bring anything, no phone, no computer, just sit in a quiet library and just go through an entire set of papers. I was so preoccupied with lesson planning during the week in those early years of teaching that I just didn't, it wasn't even on my radar when I was at school. Over the years, I learned to, I, I think I slowly and surely adopted the chip away technique, I call it. I always try to, I always tell people in my office, like, you got to do the chip away technique where you just chip away. You do two or three here. You do four or five there. If you can squeeze one in in five minutes before the bell rings. Um, people always are talking about how stressful it is to, to give feedback on essays. Um, and I think what's interesting is that we do either we're sometimes we're assigning too many essays where we can't keep up with the work that we're assigning or we get so stressed out by uh, assigning a, a, just the process of giving feedback that we don't assign enough. We only assign like maybe one essay a month or something like that because we just know it's going to take us that long to get through a whole set of essays. You have 100 kids, 125 kids. Uh, in your in you know across all your classes, it's that's a t think about <laughs> think about that. And my kids they write a lot. I don't know how they write so much four, five, six pages in a forty-five minute period. I mean, it's amazing. Um, obviously, not they're not all writing that much, but you know those A, a students they can just crank it out. And um, so it's a lot of reading. It's you're stopping and you're constantly stopping to think about it and and write a comment. Uh, so there's a lot of different things I think you can we can do to kind of save time. I'm sure a lot of people use comment banks where you kind of throw a letter on there, a symbol on there, so you don't have to write out the full sentence about what you want the person to do. Sometimes you have to write the full sentence out. You have to ask a question, right? Um, you have to underline the specific part of the sentence that you're making a comment on. But the other thing through the years, one of my colleagues gave me this advice, um, on, and I, it really stuck with me, was we don't just give feedback written feedback. That's not the only way that we give feedback. It's one of the ways. And it, it, I mean, it might be the most important way um, that we give feedback, but, but maybe not. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm titled, that's why I wanted to title this six ways to provide feedback on essays. And we need to, we need to be vocal about that in our classes. When we, when we're giving feedback, we're saying, I'm giving some feedback. I'd like to give you some feedback right now. You know, and, and this is all these, if you want more feedback, we can do it this way. So we can, we're not just limited to, you know, because if let's say they get their, their essay back and there's, you know, four or five comments on it, maybe that to them thinks you didn't really, they think you didn't really read it. 
you didn't really go through it with a fine-tooth comb, or you just like not worried about, or you didn't put that much thought into the grade. Um, but when we give, yeah, so let's, let's get into the six ways. Um, and I think the other challenge this year is obviously the fact that we have to do it all on a computer. So we have to learn a whole new way. If we're used to just uh, doing it with a pen and paper, uh, you know, this, there's just new tools, tricks. We are the rubric. You know, how are we going to do rubrics? How are we going to how are we going to enter those com those comments in from our comment bank? That, those sorts of things. I know uh, Canvas is has a certain system in there turn it in has a, has a certain system but not everybody has these these programs so we have to just kind of go with the flow I mean, if it's a google document there's ways of putting comments on there too um so and another thing that i do is i always give essays back the day before they take the next essay so that's 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 my deadline and that's actually how i um, pace myself is I'll make my absolute deadline for, for grading essays the day before they take the next essay. It's a rule of thumb. I, I just can't assign two assignments. You know, it it's obviously means that if I'm getting backed up with work, they're, or if I'm stressed with work, obviously they are too. Um, they need to get feedback on an essay before they take the next one. And I that's why I do that the day before so it's all fresh in their mind. All right, so let's go through the six different ways that we can give feedback right away. So number one, verbal feedback, right? This is, and when I say verbal feedback, I don't mean conferencing, although that's another one. But uh, when I say verbal feedback, I mean uh, I'm talking to the entire class about things that I remember that happened frequently in the essays uh, that I just collected. Um, so while I take, while I read essays, I'm putting, you know, written feedback on their essays, but I'm also keeping a separate index card where I'm writing down topics to cover for this little sort of mini lecture that I give them. This might be five minutes if they're not that good. It might be 10 or 15 minutes. Obviously, you don't want to tuck their ear off about what, wrong, what went wrong, but they like to hear an explanation in regular spoken English about what they did wrong. The, the little comments on each little sentence. Um, it helps, it, it gets specific, right? If you're underlining a particular part of a particular sentence, you know, obviously that's good because they're like, you know, in this part, I want you to think about this. But uh, it, they also, I think, like to hear it in regular, like, hey, when you're doing this, or hey, um, you know, we were, I was talking about the thesis statements. A lot of my students were like loading them up with all references to random literary techniques like repetition, alliteration, metaphor, sensory imagery. I'm like, that, yeah, I don't want a thesis statement with like a list of literary techniques, right? So if it happened enough where I can say that to the group, um, you know, that's what I mean by verbal, verbal feedback, right? So that's number one. Number two is feedback on revisions that students post online and a review of model work. So when I give the essay back, I give my students the opportunity to revise just one part. I'll go over this in a second, but to re to revise one part of their essay, not the entire. I'm not a big fan of revising the whole thing. Um, so when they revise just a thesis statement or some part, some some part that I assign, that that I tell them to revise, they post that online. So it's instantly online, and then I can just copy and paste some of those uh, responses or revisions and put it into a, a, a regular Word document without their names on it and talk about the strengths of particular revisions. 
and we can, as a class, go over you know, the strengths and weaknesses of particular revisions for that essay that I just turned back. So that's really a sort of immediate feedback right there. So they can see what other people are writing about the thing that they just wrote on, and hopefully you can get that feedback back to them about in two weeks or three weeks after they wrote the essay so that it's still what they wrote is still fresh in their mind too. Because once at some point they just kind of forget what they wrote about and they're not, not they don't want to bother with it. If it's you know a month or two later, they're like, oh, what did I write on? You know, they can't remember. Um, so re re reviewing model work is, is super important. Number three is um, conferences, right? Individual feedback where uh, in, in the case of my class, again, when I hand back the essay, I say, hey, revise this. So everybody's, while they're at work revising, I walk around the class. <laughs> in the case of Zoom, you create a breakout, one, just one breakout room, and I, hey, go meet me in the breakout room. <laughs> it's virtually jumping from like one virtual space to the other is just the thing. I don't know why. I think that's the thing I'll remember the most about teaching dirt. <laughs> A pandemic is like, hey, let's go to this breakout room together. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. But in some ways, it makes perfect sense, right? Like in class, what do we normally do? We walk around, you know, usually, and that's, I find that that's the moment where a lot of students, they're not going to just like walk up to you. A lot of them think that they're, you know, they're kind of embarrassed that they don't want their friends seeing that they have questions about essays or whatever weird reason. They just feel a lot more comfortable when you're walking by and they're like, oh, hey, I didn't understand. <laughs> you know, the worst is when they're like, I don't, I can't read your handwriting. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, so let me, and then I, you know, that's a good opportunity. That's, I always take that opportunity to just reread what they wrote and just have an actual real conversation about the ideas that they're writing on, right? We can just go back to the, to the literature and go through what happened with the character, what that particular moment was. The best thing I in those moments is I can just ask them questions like, "Hey, so you said it like this? What, what do you mean?" Um, and I can just ask a specific question about what they're writing, and then of course they're going to put it in their own words. It's like, "Okay, well there it is. That's that. Why don't you write that down?" Right? And there's tons of times where that happens where they just articulate it, you know, to you out loud, and then it, it that's really what they should have just put in the essay because it made a lot more sense. And they usually have it. You know, this is the stress of writing it in class or. You know, they just didn't, for whatever reason, you know, it just becomes clear when they say it out loud sometimes. Um, in conferences, it's always, I think it's always good to, ha to have them come with questions. Like, hey, well, do you have any questions first? You know, if, if it's, if it's a, just a kind of, hey, can we conference with this essay, but the whole essay, then it's like, okay, well, what questions do you have first? And then let, let's tackle those. And then I can get to my feedback and, you know, and another approach that I like is like, okay, well, let's go through the, the strengths of your essay first. Um, you know, I like this part. I really like this part. And when they when you, they hear what you like, that's just as important as hearing what you didn't like, right? And so they can really, you know, build some confidence. Okay, this wasn't a total disaster. You like certain parts of it. Um, why don't I build on that? And when they know what what ideas sound good and make sense to me and, and they hear a reason why I like what they wrote, that's super, super valuable. Um, so I always like to start there because it kind of, you know, uh, just makes everybody feel a little more comfortable about, you know, that's all this stupid, awkward thing that we have called grades. Um, and then and then go through just, you know, I wasn't clear about this or what did, again, it's not even, I, I didn't like this or you got to reword this or something. It's like, what did you mean by this? Um, so they just, again, it's just all about having a good conversation.
Um, so that's conferences. So that can be either just a casual walk by where you just, you know, clarify, comment, or, or you know, it, it, this, that's usually what happens to us. They, well, what did you mean by this comment? Like, all right, let me just glance at your essay again. Okay, yeah, I remember this. And then, and then you can just talk about the whole essay. There's, you can just talk about like generally what what they were saying and doing, um, and not. And you can get into specifics too, uh, if there's grammatical problems or something like that. Like, oh, I would have just said it this way. And they're like, oh yeah, that does sound better. So that's easy, right? Because we can revise really, really easily on the spot. It's like, okay, just say it that way. Uh, we just tell them how to say it. So that helps, uh, but I'll get to this in a second. We want them to do that. Like we're, we're able to do it because we've been doing this forever and it's just kind of second nature to be able to know how to say something where it makes sense. We want them to be able to do it though, right? Um, so we want to spoon feed them for a little while earlier in their education, but then as, as they move along to senior year, we want to back off. Um, so number four is of course the one <laughs> That everybody hates, and that's written feedback. Uh, I played around with, I, I mentioned in my blog, audio commentary. Uh, I played around with that, and I think for the first assignment, I messed around with video commentary. I'd like pressed record and just said a little, hello, nice to meet you, because we were virtual, and it was like an, you know, introduce yourself kind of assignment. And um, it, I just thought it would, it, it took very long. It, just waiting for it to upload. You know, I'm sure everybody knows when, you, again, we have 125 essays, <laughs> like 30 seconds on each of those essays really adds up. So I was like, okay, I, yeah, this is not really that good. Audio is a lot faster of an upload. Um, so I might play with that. I haven't played with that yet. I, I play with it, I think, here and there on certain things. But um, yeah, I think I gave audio feedback on um, some of the, like when, when my students um, submitted their college essays or personal narratives, I gave them feedback on that, but um, audio, some audio feedback, but it's something to try, and, you know, obviously if it takes too long, we have to remember if it's taking a long time, it, and it's something that we can do in class, where we can, we can virtually just pop into a breakout room, or, you know, maintain our six feet <laughs> if we're in the actual room, and just talk to them, um, that can be, you know, if, if we can do it otherwise, then we shouldn't waste our time with uploading files and different things. Uh, five is a feedback on a, so the fifth type of feedback is feedback on a checklist or a rubric that contains expectations for writing the essay. I, I personally, I never really liked, but I think the, I remember the first time I looked at a rubric, I just thought, oh my goodness, like, what is that thing <laughs> with boxes and lots of directives I, I just i'm not a big fan of like do this do this do this do this do this and i just looked at that and i just thought oh my gosh it's just a lot um i like the idea that for each of the different things that that a rubric you know all the different expectations in the rubric that you just that you just list them you're just like do this so i just have a, a pretty basic list okay here's the thing different things that you got to do in this essay and then yeah kind of maybe three boxes where it's like strong weak and needs you know or adequate or something you know, just to kind of communicate, like, you need to work on this. You don't need to work on this. You need to work on this, right? Just keep it simple. We're giving them a lot of things to remember, right? We're giving them written feedback. We're giving them verbal feedback. We're conferencing with them. So we're, we're telling them, like, like all of the time. And this doesn't include in class, hey, read read this tonight. You know, we're going to do these this handout today in class and this is what I want you to do for this right we're, we're always telling them what to do and it's just at some point it's just too I just when I saw the rubric I was like all right that's just that's just too much 
Uh, but but you know they're obviously I think there's a lot of science behind them and people love them and you know if that's your thing. But I do just like the simplicity of the checklist, and I keep the checklist the same for each of my essays. So every time I give an essay back, they're like, oh yeah, I've I've seen this before, and I remember he told me to do this, and I told myself to do this on, and uh, you know I'm doing it now. So it's just it's fresh in their mind. They're familiar with it. They kind of memorize the expectations so that they they remember to do those things. Uh, so that's number five, and then number six is. Um, Peer feedback, so feedback from their peers. I, I I honestly haven't explored this too much myself, um, just because I worry about you know kids judging each other, saying the wrong thing, giving bad advice. You know, you're asking a student who doesn't have a college degree or advanced degree to give feedback on writing, um, but it's nice to have an audience. You know, and if it again, if it's something simple like a thesis statement. Right. That's something that we practice all the time in class. I'll have them get up on a, on the blackboard. Yes, we still have blackboards in my school. I love them. Um, or if we're creating a poster or, you know, index card under the document camera or whatever it is, we're we're, we're always they're always seeing each other's work in some fashion or another in the class. So it's not that big of a deal to ask them to to kind of give them feedback on it. But I just worry about how they're going to, if if they're going to be too judgmental. For instance, some students. Are really good and gentle with each other, and some students are a little harsher. We'll say, right? So, um, I've never been too big of a fan of that. But that's again, that's that's a time saver, you know. And one option is, you know, you uh, yeah, give them the the time to revise part of their essay and just say, hey, if you if you have a, a friend that's nearby right now and you want to share your essay with them and you want them to take a look at a, a specific part of it or a particular paragraph. You can do that if you want, right? That's I'm big into giving options. Uh, some kids just do not want somebody else to see their writing, and other people are totally open to it and totally fine with it. Uh, and so that's that's number six is peer feedback. Um, all of these ways of giving feedback allow me to spend less time on <laughs> number four, right? Written feedback. We all know that verbal feedback and a good conversation can help just as much or more than written feedback. Um, every time I hand back an essay, I give my students the opportunity to, re to revise one part of their essay, not the whole thing. And I eventually, I eventually allow them, and this is the idea too, is that they eventually will be able to pick what part they revise themselves. Right? Instead of me saying revise this, they just say, oh, i got to work on this and I'm going to revise this. And that's because the goals, especially since I teach seniors, is to have students know what part of their essay needs revision without teacher feedback. Right? In college, they're not like going to get that much feedback on the writing itself, maybe the ideas, but how they presented the ideas and how they organized it and all that. I'm imagining, I mean, I haven't been to college in a while other than like grad school, but you know, I'm imagining teachers don't want to have to deal with that with freshmen. Um, we don't want them to rely on us too much. We want them to think for themselves. So I usually go in this order as far as what to revise and then allow them the option to pick the section of the essay, their essay they want to revise. So the, after I hand back the first essay, I tell them to revise the thesis statement. When I hand back the second essay, I tell them to revise the thesis statement and supporting sentences. So the idea there is thesis statement and supporting um, and topic sentence cohesion, whatever you call it, supporting or topic sentence. But the cohesiveness of it, right? And the idea that the topic sentence is an extension uh, uh, of the thesis statement and not a repetition of it. Uh, when I hand back the third essay, I have them revise just the interpretation of um, a piece of evidence that they quoted from the text uh, and how they interpreted it. 
Uh, fourth essay, I have them revise in the introduction. I have to go over a whole thing about what I expect in the introduction. And the fifth essay, I have them revise the conclusion. After the, I hand back the sixth essay, they revise a body paragraph, a body paragraph, and its logic. And the AP, the AP calls it a line of reasoning, uh, but just how they presented their argument. Um, and so that's. Again, you know, even I have this formula here for the for the first six essays, um, but really, again, if you, I always say, listen, if if you're happy with your introduction, and you want to work on something else, uh, you're even something as specific as like clarity, you know, the syntax, you know, something like subordination, or I don't know, uh, where they can just kind of work on something really specific, but. You know, giving them options is always helpful. Um, after they revise and post the revisions, we quickly go over some models, and they set a few goals for their next essay. So these goals are just in list form. You know, can be incomplete sentences and just list topics, different things they want to work on. Uh, those goals can relate to their writing or to the to the writing process, right? And the writing process involves a lot of different things. It involves reading, taking notes, participating in conversations, brainstorming, pre-writing, you know, so all those different things that that, it, that produce good ideas, right? Um, where and when you take notes, like, you know, are you, were you procrastinating when you read? Are you taking notes too much while you read? Maybe you stop and take notes after a chapter. Maybe you stop and take notes um, at the, after you read the entire book, right? We have to give them flexibility with when they're gonna read the book, I never, I never asked them for for notes after a particular chapter. I just asked them for notes at the very after they read the entire text, so that way we can study the text in its entirety. Um, taking notes in class, maybe they're going to give themselves a goal about taking more notes in class, taking less notes in class. What you know, whatever, all those things that go into the writing, uh, the writing process. I like to keep my writing checklist. This I mentioned this already. The same for all essays so that students can easily keep track of their progress throughout the year. Um, in Canvas, I created one single module that contains all, all their essay revisions, so they have them in one place, and an assignment where they can submit a Google document with their writing goals. Um, and this is also a place where they can put their quarterly reflections. So at the end of every quarter, I ask them to quickly in a paragraph kind of reflect on their quarter and the progress they've made, and again, it's opportunity for them to set goals. And think about what they did well and, and different things like that. Uh, but the Google document is so they just have all of their goals for each essay in one place, so they can kind of keep track of whether or not they're meeting their goals and what they need to do differently to meet those goals. Uh, by essay, let's talk about the word essay. You know, I know what you're thinking. This is all about analysis of literature. Um, but I don't just mean the interpretation of literature. It's it's a response to any question that we ask them. Right, the, the structure is always going to be the same. You have a response to the question, you know, in your, and that's in your introduction. You have a, you explore evidence, and then you have a conclusion, which is what you're supposed to be doing with that information. Right, the whole process might seem academic and boring when we talk about because 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 you know the the teaching of writing is not the teaching of literature. <laughs> the teaching of literature is way more fun than the teaching of writing, it, especially because we associate it so much with feedback. Um, but really when we explore ways to best answer a question with our students, we're with them in the ongoing journey of education, the journey to find the best and clearest answers to life's questions.
That journey should be a risky and exciting adventure with unexpected and surprising discoveries. Thanks for listening.